Welcome to Fearless Women on a Mission podcast, and thank you for listening. I am Carmen Moreno, the host of the podcast, and we have co-hosts Vanessa Lopez, Victoria Sierra, and Amanda McEachin. This podcast is a place where we empower women and talk about life and how we overcome struggles as women. This podcast can remind us how strong we really are and what amazing things we can accomplish, especially when we have community. This is our time, ladies, a time to shine and a time to overcome. In today's episode, we are completing chapter four in the Esther anointing book, Awaken to Destiny. This episode is a continuum of last week's episode, and you will hear us talk about taking action and our own journeys of boldness. you know, maybe sharing it with coworkers or something like that, um, what's going on, you know, so. And even with that, just giving yourself grace because you might not always handle oh, it yeah, right. And just be yeah. like, you know what? Just re- realize the fact that you're aware that you didn't yes. handle that, that's already growth. Because mm-hmm. yes. a lot of times you would go through something and just be like, what was me? And then not yes. realize that, hey, I can grow from this. Like, okay, I was, I was all about, you got to trust in God. You got to trust in God. Now you have a moment to trust in God and you're not right. doing it. And it's like, okay, give me grace, Lord. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, this yeah. trusting is hard. Yeah. Yes. So just realizing that you're human and he, yeah. he knows you're human. And in those moments too, allow people to see that, okay, yeah, I messed up. Yeah, I mm-hmm. slipped up. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. You don't just have to stay there. Because a lot of times I've talked to my sister about this. You can't stay in that spot. You've got to see, okay, this is a part of my story. It's not the end of my story. Because a lot of people get get stuck on, oh, this is happening right now, and this is all it's going to be, and they can't see that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you're right at the end of it, but you're so stuck Stuck. in that mindset of, man, this is horrible, man, that you can't even see that if you take one more step, you'll be done Mm -hmm. and be out of it. And that's where he's trying to get you to. (laughs) (laughs) But you're too stuck in that moment that you can't see what, because, like, he can see the whole picture. He can see far beyond what we can even see. He can see into tomorrow. We're still right here right now. We don't know what's going to happen when we leave here. But if we think, because, of course, everybody's going through something. And a lot of times we're so close to the end of it that we can't even see it because mm-hmm. we're so focused on other people, other mm-hmm. distractions, different things mm-hmm. that if we just would go to him and be like, hey, this is horrible. Can you just can you <laughs> yeah. just take it? Like, yeah. like you said, just let us handle it. But that's the part, the part I wanted to talk about too is letting him handle it. Because yeah. you can say, oh, yeah, handle it. But if you keep taking it back from yep. him, are you really like him handle it? No. Yeah, that's that control that we have. Yes. Yeah. The struggle is real. <laughs> that is true. And I think with Esther, what made her so easy is, or why it was a little bit easier, she was yeah. a child. Yeah. And as yeah. a, like, and said in there, like, God that's doesn't true. want a proud woman. She was a, she was a little girl. Like, it, to mold her and get her to that, yes, it had its challenges, but it's different when you've gone through life and mm-hmm. you've seen mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and yep. then have to go through that purifying and that, Mm, You've already basically put on a fragrance, and now you're going to have to strip that fragrance and figure out a new fragrance. Like, "Mm, that don't smell good. Like, I like like the fragrance I have right now. Like, trying Uh to get something new. Eh, Are you sure? Yeah. Like, 
this don't smell good. And then eventually when you're used to it, oh, okay, no, I like this. Mm -hmm. But she was so, and that's why he was able to use her because she was young. And that's why it talks about, like, God can use the the little ones, like using them and when they speak and when they, because he is, they're able to mold them. We can be moldable. It just takes a little bit longer because we're more rebellious. We're more stubborn. So it takes a little bit longer to mold us into that character. Yes. That is that is true. You hit some good points there. <laughs> but you know, and that and it shows like like you said she was 13. She was mm-hmm. very young and a little easier to mold um even though she had to go through some stuff, but it's like still, you know, more proof like God knows what he's doing. He yeah. knows, mm-hmm. you know, he knew his, her age and that mm-hmm. she was young and stuff like that, but she he knew like she can she can handle it. She can do this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So like it's when just, you had your daughter or yes. mm-hmm. your son at what, six, 17? Yeah, 16, yeah. 16, so mm-hmm. he knew. You know, yeah. I had my daughter at 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he knew that we were ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, and glad one of us did. <laughs> yes. Well, he I saw this. Like, he saw uh, this today. He yeah. knew you were going to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't see it For then. Sure. No, <laughs> definitely not then. <laughs> he knew yes. that you would be here. Yes, so that's just, that's just an amazing, that's just amazing. That just shows how amazing he is. Mm-hmm how God is because I mean we just can't I just can't I wouldn't have been able to and I really didn't know him like I know him now you yeah, know yeah. but it's like okay God I know you had a plan you had <laughs> this going on for yeah. me so yeah definitely but that also shows you like we were talking about mm-hmm. last week even when we don't know who yeah. he is or where he is or that he's there like he's been by, na- by yeah. our side the whole yes. time whether we knew him or not or whether we believed it or not. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was still guiding us. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got you for now until <laughs> you get there. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of thing. So um, I'm going to jump into chapter four, uh, Awaken to Destiny. So how, what did y'all think about this one, this chapter? I think it was, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because um, it's, like, bold, you know? <laughs> it's like, okay, we're talking about uniqueness. We're talking about favor. We're talking about all these things. And it's like... Now it's like action time. Now, now it's like you know, let's turn this, let's turn this into like a um, little bit more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, any thoughts on chapter four that kind of stood out to you guys? I mean, I under, um, underlined the this part right here because I was like, wow. Yeah. Many times I've taught that we don't decide our destiny; we discover it. When destiny comes knocking on our doors, we may not often recognize it because it's not glamorous. Yeah. It involves some death to self, and it's always involves Girl, people look, other than us. I got the same one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got the same one. I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. That was just, that hit, like, wow, like, it's so true. Like, him when he comes to us, it's in those moments when we're, for lack of better words, we're not our best self, or we don't yeah. think we're our best selves. And he's just, that's when he's, but that's when I would think we're the most accessible because we have nothing to distract us. Yeah. We're down. We um, have closed out pretty much the world and people that are trying to get to us. And that's when he's able to be like, okay, now what are you going to do? Yeah. We're here now. Are we going to stay here? Or are we going to actually get up and do something about it? Yeah. But just the fact that we discover it. Like a lot of times I think people say, oh, yeah, I know what I want to do. Great. Some people do. They know from, they've known from a little kid that when I yeah. grow up, this is what yeah. I'm going to do. And sometimes it is. That's what mm-hmm. it is. But a lot of times it's not. Like a lot, we have to go through life to find out what that is. Yeah. There have got adults For who are sure. like, I still don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure that out. 
And that's okay because at least yeah. you're aware of the fact that you're not where you want to be, but right. you're willing to take the steps to discover it. And realizing that it's going to be, it's a journey. Yeah. Like we've been talking about, it's a journey and it's your journey. So, yes. and realize like Vanessa said that he's going to be with you every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. I mean, for me, that paragraph, it's like death to self. I'm like, oh man. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I, for a long time, I'm like, I'm not a selfish person, you know, like, <laughs> because I like to serve. I really yeah. do like to serve others. Um, but, you know, I come to realize that, yeah, there is a little, I do have a little bit of selfishness, you know. Of course, that came with, like, the whole anger thing, you know, because I was being selfish. <laughs> I didn't see it that way. But, um, but yeah, that, that kind of stood out to me because I'm like, wow, like, you got to you know, put yourself aside and it, and and it also includes, and it always involves people other than yourself. Mm -hmm. So that was like, wow, like that's a big eye opener. Um, for me, that's why I was like, okay, this is a good paragraph. (laughs) I was like, Oh, I need to highlight it and, and everything. So, um, so yeah. Any other thoughts on, on this chapter? Like for me, like you said, Carmen, it includes other people other than ourselves. Mm. And I think of our husbands. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, the challenges that we've gone through, and then we went through re-engage. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we're here. Yeah. So yeah. we had to go through that, you know, and it, it wasn't, like it says here, it's not glamorous. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> yeah. we're far no, away from that, right? <laughs> and then, so that's what led us here, we, those steps. Mm-hmm. That's what re- it reminded me of when on that paragraph. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. On uh, page 50, it also says, Would she cower in fear and continue to be a powerless victim of circumstances? Or uh, or would she be true to herself and her people and exercise boldness and courage to become an instrument of deliverance in the hand of God? To me, that was very, very powerful. Because, powerful. you know, sometimes we think boldness as like, um, loud, you know, mm-hmm. and like, you know, just, just loud, being loud verbally, maybe with your actions too. Yeah. Um, but to me, like boldness is not so much being loud. It's like being courageous, courageous taking those sure. steps, you know, yeah, sure. um, to something that you can accomplish, but it can be scary because we don't know what's on the other end. We mm-hmm. don't know like what the, the outcome is going to be. Um, so my question to you ladies is can you think of a time where you chose boldness instead of being powerless? Mm. Yeah. A lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> I would say for me, uh, one of them was with my kids. You know, when it comes to your kids, yeah. it's like you're bold. Like yeah. whatever, like don't mess with them, you know. Um, so when I had my child at 15, yeah. Uh, it was I didn't have good mentors around. So mm. in my mind I'm like I want her as far away as, you know, possible from family members, mm. from mm-hmm. my my life was very toxic at that time and yeah. everybody around me. Yeah. Um so we had to make a choice and my husband decided to join the military at 18. Yeah. Mm. And that was scary. 
We moved yeah. from Odessa, Texas, a little hole, you know, <laughs> a little dusty little town, to California. Yeah. And, oh wow. Oh well, well, yeah. We couldn't. Even, we didn't even know what a carpool lane was. <laughs> it's like what? What is this? You know, why is there six lanes? <laughs> yeah. And we were so young, and we had a child, and you know, our yeah. first home. And we had to be very bold because it was only me and him and our child. If yeah. we got into it, you know, I can't go to my mom's house. He can't yeah. go to his, you know, That's dad or, or whatnot. We can't go anywhere. We had to, you know, sit there and and say, you know, like, we couldn't be kids. Like, we couldn't argue. We couldn't fight. Yeah. We couldn't be 20-year-olds. Yeah. You know, we ha- I had to be bold and yeah. say, this, it is what it is, yeah. and I have to make the best of it. Yeah. You know, in fine ways. I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Everybody's listening. Like <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Now, that is really bold. Were yeah. you excited at all in I that process? Scared. I was scared. I was so scared. nervous. So mm-hmm. nervous. I had no idea what the military was yeah. about. Nobody in my family had wow. ever been in the military. I thought... You know, you'd see movies and you're like, oh, my God, you know, he's out there with, like, guns. And, you know, back in the (laughs) day when they had these terrible wars, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like, but, you know, it's not like that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But it's scary. It was scary. Like, he would go, you know, on these... um, on these uh, trips, like, uh, you know, he was training, a lot of training. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was left by myself with my little baby. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anyone. You know, I didn't want to go anywhere. Didn't, but I had to be bold and say, I have to take my baby out. You know, I have, <laughs> I have to have a job. <laughs> you know, I have to, I have to just be bold and, yeah. and accept where I am. And I knew God was with me. I knew yeah. him. I could feel him. Yeah. I could feel him talking, you know, to me. Not that I knew of him. Like, I knew of him, yeah, but I didn't really know. Like, I didn't read my Bible, you know. We yes. weren't close to a church or anything like that. Okay, but yeah. I knew something, and I knew of him. I knew he existed. Yeah. And I still turned to him, and I could still feel, and I knew it was him. Yeah. And th- that's the reason that, you know, we are now where yeah. we're at, me and my husband and my kids, because of God. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's really bold. <laughs> Cuz that's like super scary, <laughs> you know? Is. It really is, but yeah. that's that's amazing. Do you think that um helped you later on like Oh yeah. you know, to kind of look back like yeah. I did that so yeah. I can yeah. practically do anything. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was an introvert, you know. I was real yeah. shy, real timid kid yeah. growing up. Um and now oh, it, yeah. it's like, yeah. Totally opposite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. How about you, Amanda? Um, I probably would have to say the boldest thing I ever did or that where I felt like I chose boldness is when I moved from okay. North Carolina to Texas. Yeah. Um, my family wasn't with me this time. We moved a lot when I was younger, but this was the one time when it was just me. And just you by yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I okay. Because I was in North Carolina and my uh, boyfriend at the time, now husband, we were dating. And mm-hmm. I moved. I chose to instead of stay with my dad <laughs> and save money and <laughs> um, live a little bit more comfortably and probably have money saved up. Yeah, I chose to be young <laughs> and move. So I moved 
myself from Raleigh, North Carolina to San Antonio, Texas. Okay. And my dad the whole way was mad. <laughs> he was so mad because I didn't re- I didn't have a plan. I didn't have anything like I I had to move my car. I had to I had a job, but I didn't really know what was going to mm-hmm. happen and at the time me and him had only we had all we knew each other was through virtual. Yeah. So our relationship wasn't it wasn't foundationally safe. <laughs> so it's like the the house with sticks. It could have fallen down at any moment. And all I could see was, no, I'm in love and I'm so happy. <laughs> and yeah. so I moved. I moved down here and moved in with his parents. And that was a whole other thing that my dad wasn't happy about <laughs> yeah. because it's like, no, that's not how the Lord wants it. Yeah. And then, but that was, for me, that was probably the start of just, of me being bold and saying, like, no, this is something that I want to do. And I've all, now... If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Like, no yeah. one's going to tell me n- any different. And I chose to stand beside that decision because <laughs> at that like point, like, my stuff was all packed up, and <laughs> I was going. And I had a job lined up. Like, I came down here to interview okay. with, while I was down here. And in that time, they hired me. And I was like, okay, I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> so I even told my dad. And, my, yeah, my dad was so upset. He took me to the um, airport, and the whole way he was mad. He was like, I can't believe you're doing this. And, um, I, of course, it's all hitting me that I'm leaving my dad, and I'm a daddy's girl, and that was hard because it's like I'm giving up my dad because I want to be with this boy <laughs> at the time, now man, but all I could see was, it was, it was, all I could see was our relationship, and I believed in our relationship, and I wanted to see to see it through, so I, I followed it through, and well, we're married, still married. Yeah. So we, of course, life had its challenges, <laughs> and we had to go through some things. But had I not have made that jump yeah. to come, who knows? Because I mean, long distance is hard. Long distance, yeah. I've done that, and that <clears throat> it's hard. It's not. It's nothing like having your person here with yeah. you and being able to actually date them and see them on the regular. When all the way you can see each other is FaceTime, Skype. That's old school. Skype. Mm-hmm. and um, Showing your age. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But um, it, it's hard. <clears throat> so that was one thing that we had to learn how to adapt to from going to long distance to seeing each other in person. And that was a whole other thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just being bold in the decision that I believed in our relationship at the time. And I was like, no, I'm going to move to Texas. So I moved. I decided that I wasn't going to let anyone, even my dad, being a daddy's girl, um, stand. stand. Um, and was that out of character for you to do something like that? Yeah, because, I mean, for the most part, before I moved here, I was very much shy. I mean, I had my loud moments, but yeah. I was under my mom for so long, and I she had given me a voice, but she never had taught me how to use it, so I just didn't okay. use it because her voice was queen like in the house it was all about what she said what she wanted so I didn't have a voice Mm -hmm. so when I came here I had to learn how to use that voice so yeah I mean I have uh, Panamanian in me as well so I think there's some Latina in me as well because I can be very uh, spicy yes (laughs) so I've had to learn how to to tone down the spice (laughs) and put it where it needs to be in appropriate times but um, and that's just from my mom. Like, I had to learn how to use that voice. I always mm-hmm. had it, but I didn't know how to use it. So moving here, if I think if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have. The experiences, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So the experiences that I had, the things I had to go through, I needed to do that to come here. 
So, and now my dad, he's like, no, I'm glad you went. Now, now. Because like, the way dad. Yeah. Well, the way that his life planned out, like it all yeah. happened for a reason. Like, if, and I have to believe that if God didn't want me to go to Texas, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have happened. So all the timing and all that happened the way it was supposed to. So. Yes. Fearless. Right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> How about you, Vanessa? So for me, it's a little different. Um, I grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad grew up Catholic and went to Catholic school and stuff like that. So um, in the military, we would go to, or and when we lived in Germany, every Sunday we went to church. Mm-hmm. I did Bible, uh, the CCD classes or whatever. But it just, I would go to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and I would go to church. This is pre Jesus, pre PTO, pre all. <laughs> um, I would go to church. Yes, before Christ, and um, I would go to church every Sunday uh, or Saturday night to check off the box, and then I'd go out and party. Mm-hmm. And and um, I didn't feel fulfilled. There was a shift in my life. Something happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, God, like I know you're there. This isn't for me. Show me what it is." But I still didn't feel my God relationship being full, like my God cup being full. Well, when um, my parents ended up moving to San Antonio and asked me to move here, so I moved here, and I met a friend who went to a non-denominational church, mm-hmm. and I was intrigued, and I went with her. And so the challenge for me was not disappointing my parents to mm-hmm. switch from a Catholic church to, like, a Christian church or mm-hmm. non-denominational, mm-hmm. and... Um, when I did, that's when my relationship with God formed. But my dad, you, you could tell, like, he wasn't so happy about it. He didn't understand why I wouldn't want to continue on my um, Catholic journey and all of that. So that was a struggle. Um, but I'm getting to something. Um, <laughs> there's more, I promise. Um, so that was a struggle for me in itself just because I didn't want to disappoint my parents. Like mm-hmm. I, and it was a bold move to, for me to be like, yes, uh, you know, I'm not going to go to your church anymore. I'm going to my own church. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he understands. He's like, as long as you have a relationship with God. But the good thing that came out of it is that like my relationship with God grew. And um, in the book, it says um, even though I grew, I still didn't know like the Bible. I, mm-hmm. And even to this day, like I'm still learning the Bible and the verses and I don't have all the scriptures memorized. Mm-hmm. Um, but on here it says, I imagine she must have felt so inadequate. Mm-hmm. And there's many times that now I still feel inadequate because I didn't get I didn't grow up um, completely knowing everything about Jesus and everything about God. And so here, um, in coming to this church, especially, I've learned about the programs and I've had opportunities to serve or do God's work or do ministry. And I felt so inadequate, but just taking the jump that like, you know what, if if he didn't want me to do it, he wouldn't put it in my uh, the opportunity available. He would make the opportunity available to me. So making the bold move to leave the um, routine church that I went to to going to a place that actually filled my cup and then jumping into a program that helped me and then being asked to serve and now serving because Mm – 
I didn't think I was good enough. And even to this day, I still wonder, like, why do these people trust me and keep calling me to come <laughs> back to do this stuff? Um, but for me, I could have said no the first time they asked me. I could have been like, no, you know, I, I'm not ready. Right. But I took the jump. And, man, God has been so good. I've had yeah. so many opportunities. I know that um, he's helped or because of him, he's used me to change lives. Um, and then just friendships. And, and had I not taken that invitation to go to a new church, yeah. I don't think I'd be here today. Yeah. yeah so, like yeah. Esther, awesome. you know, Esther. Yeah. Like, I'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will do it. Good mm-hmm. courage and bold. Yeah. 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 I said, oh, it says, I will go. Yeah. And, I, and I went. <laughs> I went. <laughs> I went. Like, I answered. I answered. Like, for me, um, I mean, there's actually a few times because I struggled or I struggled with confidence. So... I always had to overthink or delay Mm -hmm. and, like, all of that stuff, right? For me, it was a little different. Um, So I think about maybe four or five years into our marriage, um, uh, I decided to go back to school. Um, I had stopped when I got pregnant um, with my second child, and then uh, just I was, like, thinking, you know what, I can't, I can't even go back to school anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's already too late. It's over. You know, this is just like what life's going to be like, you yeah. know, and that's it, you know, and just kind of <laughs> going day like, to day. Oh, my life is over. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, of course, I was so young. We were yeah. 20 uh, when I had my daughter or 21 when I had her, but um, 20 when I got pregnant and I was just. I think so tired yeah. and like mm-hmm. just overwhelmed. I had yeah. already had I already had my son, you know, so I was like kid right. number two, yeah. you know, and it just was like, you know, I just was lacking a lot of confidence, you mm-hmm. know, and, and positivity right. in my life. So, you know, after my third child was born, <laughs> um, I was like, okay, uh, you know, I had a I had a family member speak into my life a little bit and encouraged me to go back to school um, to at least work on my associate's degree. I was like, okay. So, um, you know, I'm like, well, how am I going to do it with three kids? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't even think I could do it with one or two, you know. Um, you know, and I was 20, 23 when I had my uh, my third child, and then uh, 24, almost 25 when I went back to school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I got my associate's degree. Then I got my bachelor's degree after yes, that. Girl. No, yes, girl. No, but I was so scared to go mm-hmm. back to school awesome, because yeah. I'm yeah. like, um, how am I gonna be able to afford Why? it? How mm-hmm. am I gonna? Who's gonna watch the kids? Who's mm-hmm. gonna do this? Who's gonna do that? How am I gonna do homework? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I was afraid, and yeah. I'm like, uh, but as I'm like doing it, I'm still afraid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm in my yeah. master's program now, but I'm still afraid because awesome. I'm like, now I work, and I'm mm-hmm. like, like. I'm older. Am I going to be too tired? You know, um, is this going to affect the kids? Is it going to affect, you know, my relationship with my spouse? Mm -hmm. You know, all of this stuff. Um, Going into, even now, like going into the master's program, like I had to think about all those things because I'm like, how is it going to affect, you know, our lives? You know, because I have to do work, homework, and I got to study, and I got to do this. So those are going to be moments where I'm not going to be present. Mm -hmm. And so all of this... uh, uh, these choices that I had to really think about um, is was stressful and scary, you right. know. 
Um, and I think going back to school, you know, I was like, I don't want to be a statistic and I don't want right. to do this, you yeah. know, and this, and you know, being a teenage mom. Yes. Um, and I just needed that little push, you know, mm-hmm. just that little, just that one little push that, you know, you can do this, yes. you know, it is doable. There's a lot of people that do yeah. it. You just got to find a way to like manage yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And that was really, really scary because now I have a, an awesome career and, um, I didn't think I would ever have this career, like, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I couldn't see that in right. my future because mm-hmm. I was so, so stuck in this, like, little rut, you know, yes. like, nah, this is it for me, and right. that's it, you yeah. know. Like, um, for me, like, for me, like, being Hispanic, yeah. I think, has a lot to do with that, being yeah. Latina. Yeah, Because you brought sure. up, like, okay, you have kids, and you have a husband, so what next? You have mm-hmm. to stay home. Yes. You have to cook. You know, that's your job, take care of the kids, yep. you know, cook, you know, make Make tortillas, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. wait for your husband to get home. That's that's your future. That's yeah. what you're going to do from now on. And, yeah. you know, it's it's just kind of instilled in our minds that, yeah. you know, as Latinas, that, that's what we're going to do. That's yes. it. Once yeah. you're, you're married and have kids. Yes. But as you grow and, you know, like you were saying, and you had a family member yes. that told you. And then I'm pretty sure the church, you yes. know, and being around other cultures, other people. Yes open you know your eyes and yes to see and that, that is true that's that. good that you touched base on that because and that's i think the reason why i thought like well this is it you know this is all it's yeah. gonna be now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um my mother she's from mexico right yeah. um and it's not her fault but uh as far as like how she raised us like she she did work outside of the house um but uh she had like dinner ready for my father yeah. mm-hmm. you know and he he was priority yeah. and those um those things were instilled in me from when i was little so when i started having a family i'm like okay this is it like yeah that's it you know like that's all we're gonna uh, that's all i'm gonna yeah. be you know yeah. and um at coming from a hispanic <laughs> background my mother again she, it's not her fault she wasn't raised this way she had a really hard life but mm-hmm. she didn't ask us like well what do you want to be when you grow up you yeah, know or yeah. edu- yeah. she did want education but she really didn't know what that looked like for us you know exactly. um she just knew what she barely didn't i mean barely had an education herself right. so um she really she would say it's important but she didn't really go any go any further than that mm-hmm. you know so um i think you know if, if i didn't have that little push from that family mm-hmm. member you know, I wouldn't have taken the steps, you know, because I was very fearful, mm-hmm. you know, of like the unknown, you know, yeah. and I was a person that because if I didn't know what was going to be on the other side, I just would stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just it's wouldn't, scary. I just For wouldn't sure. even bother, <laughs> you know, yeah. so mm-hmm. going to school uh, for me, uh, you know, and I, now I instill that in my kids, right? Yeah. Education is really important and I'm there to help you walk through it and things mm-hmm. like that. But, um, to get that boldness just because I didn't, I had to figure out everything like registration and this Mm -hmm. and that, you know, I didn't have a family member, family members to go and, um, you know, kind of walk me through every little step. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I did have older siblings and, um, they did help as much as they could. Um, so that did help a little bit, but, um, as far as like, you know, getting ready, ahead of time you know like okay Mm -hmm. this is what college is about and Mm -hmm. this is what this is about you know i didn't have that information going into that so that was really really scary 
for me to have three kids, yeah. a spouse yeah. at the mm-hmm. time, and like, yeah. you know, just doing all of this. And, and uh, we didn't live close to San Antonio when I went back to school. Mm-hmm. So I had to commute about an hour, you know, wow. just to go to like one or two classes because I had to start like all the way from mm-hmm. the bottom. And mm-hmm. it was just like, it was a hassle, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, is this even worth it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, lo- luckily, you know, I had that little that little push, you yeah. know, from a family member. And then I was able to from there. That's all I needed. I just pushed myself, mm-hmm. you know, through that. And I'm like, oh, by the grace of God, because mm-hmm. there were some nights were like horrible mm-hmm. um, staying up really late and stuff like that. But for me, I think. um you know, that was the start of a lot of, like, open doors, not just, like, employment-wise, but, like, self. Like, you know, I got a career, and because of that career, that changed me, you know, Mm -hmm. how I looked at things, my responsibilities, Mm -hmm. how I matured, you Mm -hmm. know, all of that really changed me. So, yeah. That support of your husband, too. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. You know. Yeah, for sure. Take care of three kids while you were gone. Yes. You know, all that. Yes. And then my mom kind of got a got on board and she helped out too That's when she good. could so awesome. so yeah definitely um boldness and then yeah. i'm now i get like carried away i can do anything now <laughs> i'm like yeah with god on my side i'm like i can do anything right. <laughs> so, yeah. Amen. so yeah for sure um i do want to kind of talk a little bit about on page 53 there's kind of a list i don't know if you guys um kind of picked it up on there um, I want to share because uh, I think it's important uh, to recognize when you're kind of having having a, an awakening or a calling maybe from God that maybe we don't uh, necessarily like pick up or understand. Um, on page 53, it says, here are some signs that you have had um, a real awakening. And there's uh, five bullet points on there. It says you continually hear the voice of God in the area of awakening you have a divine sense of urgency and compassion for a situation Uh, you have a lamination that is you have a feeling of emotional longing or pain for what could be or should be and a lamination will make you put yourself in danger to resolve that issue and you have the burden of the Lord which is Uh, which is when a heavy weight comes upon you in the spirit to carry throughout the earth until the task is complete and you have a priority change. Your life will no longer be about self-preservation, but fulfilling the purpose of God. Yes. So I just kind of wanted to touch base on those points, um, you know, because some people may not know. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I definitely didn't know. Uh, when these things were happening, I didn't have like an actual like name for them or like, oh, this is awakening, you know, mm-hmm. it's just you're just having going through it, you know. Right. But now I look back and I'm like, yeah, that was awakening. That yes. was an awakening for sure. Um, any any other any comments about that last that same page that you were reading okay. that last little two sentences there. Mm-hmm. However, it was only after she accepted her destiny that she could operate in her full mm. authority as a queen. Mm. And it is only it is only then that she was referred to as Queen Esther. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very very strong. Mm-hmm. So we have to accept our destiny even though we may not want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cuz this is like for the podcast mm-hmm. kind of thing it's like, oh, 
I don't know. It's yeah. kind of out there. I'm like not really wanting to share a lot, <laughs> you yeah. know, with strangers. <laughs> what should I share? What should I say? Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like if we just jump on it, you know, even, I mean, we got to accept it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, I'm going to go over real quickly uh, on page 55. To make the right choices, our values need to be aligned with God's values. And we need the wisdom, integrity, and will to make the right choices for ourselves. Um, Our lives are nothing but the result of collective choices that we have made along the way. And we must take responsibility for our choices instead of letting others and circumstances shape our lives. A question that I have for you, uh, ladies, is um, have you, do you uh, struggle with making like the right choices for yourself? And if you do, can you kind of touch a little bit on that? Um, I've, well, growing up, my dad always said that you can choose your choices, but you can't always choose your consequences. Mm. So, I try to I try to think about whatever choice that I'm making. Is there a way that this could come back and hurt me? Like, how can this it, can this come back to me? And if it's gonna come back to me, is it gonna come come back to me in a good way? Mm-hmm. Is this something that I'm gonna have to apologize later for? Mm-hmm. Is this something that is going to better me, better my marriage? And just think about just thinking about that. Like, how can this? What what are what are different ways that this can play out? Because, of course, it can play out in different ways. Of course, God gives us free will. So, ultimately, a lot of times I think, I know I have in the past, thought that it was God's will. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) wasn't. Because he'll say yes. Because he's like, yeah, sure, of course, he can give free will. And then later on you find out, okay, no, that wasn't your will. (laughs) You you just allowed it to happen so you can see that this isn't something that we needed to do, but you allowed it to happen, so that was the case. Um, Let me get personal real quick. So just as of today, um, me and my husband, we thought we were expecting, and um, God revealed to us today that we're not. Mm -hmm. And just having that realization, that was hard. Mm -hmm. It was very hard because, of course, um, it's something that we want Yeah. now. I mean, it was something that I wanted for a while, but now it's something that he wants, which is awesome. And, um, just realizing, cause we were praying this morning and he was, he was just like, no, like this is the, this is the time. And, um, this, the, the baby's here. And when I came back and I told him, I said, no, I'm on my cycle. And I said, I want you to know though, but I'm okay because this is God's will. Mm-hmm. Cause if it was his will, I would be. Mm-hmm. And just helping him to realize that sometimes we pray for God's will, but we're not really paying for his will. We're praying for our will to coincide with his will. So I had to tell him that um, we're going to be all right. And it just means that we just have more time for us and that our time is not now. But that was very it's very it's very hard when you're making choices to do different things or put things in the way you want it to go. And mm-hmm. you're thinking, oh, yeah, we're on the right track. You're mm-hmm. seeing all the signs and you're um, – but a lot of times, we don't, which I've been told before too, a lot of times we can make things appear that we believe are there and they're not. Yeah, We're putting it out there, so we're putting it in our dreams. We're putting it in our thoughts. We're putting mm-hmm. it in there because we want it so bad. But 
in reality, that's not what he wants for us. Yeah. It's what we want for us. It might be, and it could just be that it's just not the time. It's going to happen. Yeah. Just not right now. And if it happened right now, he would allow it, but you wouldn't be ready for it and you wouldn't be able to appreciate it. Or yeah. it wouldn't be the right time. And then you would find out later on, okay, no, that really wasn't the right time. And those are the times when you can be like, thank you, God. <laughs> that I'm so glad that you didn't allow that to happen. Or yeah. I'm so glad that that didn't come to pass because I wasn't ready for it. Or I didn't need mm-hmm. that job. Or I didn't need to say that thing when that girl really made me mad. Like, <laughs> there are things that you kept me from. So a lot of times um, his no isn't always a bad thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Thanks Thank for, you sharing. for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? struggle with making the right choices for yourself i don't think for me it's the i make okay so i i feel like my values are aligned with what god wants so um the struggle isn't making the right choice because i feel like for the most part the choices that i'm making are righteous to god and then it helps my family and benefits everyone around me Mm -hmm. but the temptation to not make the right choice is yeah. real, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. for sure. I I will ultimately make the right choice, but man, I don't always want to. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's hard yeah. to explain yeah. like what I'm thinking, but it's just you know, um, I my husband and I were talking about it. It's so hard to be a Christian sometimes yeah. Yeah. because there's so much temptation out there. Yeah. There's so much um, false information. And so, like, it's so easy to want to not make a Christian decision or, like, it's so hard to, like, I want to have fun. (laughs) But I want to have fun in this way. And that's not what my values say. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I think, like, for you, so you're saying, like, the – once you make the choice, it's not difficult, Mm -hmm. but – um, like the steps before mm-hmm. you actually mm-hmm. saying like this yes. is the step I'm gonna take. Yes. Yeah, the temptation mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, temptation yeah. is real. <laughs> yeah, it's is. real hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, how about you, Victoria? Well, for me, like you were saying, it's it's just hard. We know what to do. We know what to yeah. choose. Mm-hmm. It's just like we don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we've been living our lives a certain way mm-hmm. and you get used to it and you're having all this fun, you know, going out, mm-hmm. partying and all this mm-hmm. and now it's like oh, we can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, so how do, how do I have fun? Now, yeah. now I need to learn, oh, that's a good one, you yeah. know, different ways of having fun, like yeah. different healthy ways, you know, mm-hmm. choosing yeah. healthy ways to go out with my friends like even with friends, you yeah, know, yeah. which friends are healthy to be around, yeah. you know. That's true, that, too. That helps you out mm-hmm. with your choices, too, you know. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. So, yeah, just, it's, we know it, we, you know, yeah. we're grown. It's just hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely hard. Uh, for me, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've learned to just have to pray about mm-hmm. everything because if I don't, like, I just obviously rely on myself and definitely not going to make any good choices on that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I always, uh, in a joking way, but not really joking, and I even tell, you know, Steve, my husband, and, and the kids, I, I mean, I tell the kids too, 
you know, I'm like, I have to pray like every second. Like I have to have him like everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, I work, um, luckily I work from home, but you know, I'm always like, I have like Caleb going on or I listen to like Christian podcasts or like Mm -hmm. something because like, because I struggle with anger, (laughs) like I'll get triggered really fast, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I think if I have all of that around me, it's a Mm -hmm. little easier, you know, the temptation's not as hard you know, to, like, get angry or start doing, like, negative thinking or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that when I have him. And right now, like, I feel like, oh, if I release just a little bit of him, like, I'm going to go back to, like, mm-hmm. my old self, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's, I'm like, oh, man, you know? And, and like you kind of said, Vanessa, it's like, it's not really the struggle of, like, actually making the right choice because once it's made, it's made. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, before yeah. making yeah. that choice. So. Yeah. For me, I just, like, hold on to to God and, like, his prayers constantly. Um, and I don't even really see it as, like, prayers. I just, like, kind of, like, co- conversating with him all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a technical issue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. Um, Are we? Um, we're good now. I don't think it went oh. away. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I think... Uh, just for me, you know, holding on to him constantly because I can't even, I feel like, oh, I barely, like, look away, and then that's it. Like, mm-hmm. it's already downhill from there, <laughs> you yeah. know. I'm like, I'm going to have to start all over again. But, yeah, I think for me that's that's just kind of han- how I handle it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to kind of wrap up, and I'm going to kind of end with uh, this last little section on Chapter 4, Breaking the Conspiracy of Silence. Um, I think that was, like, I mean, I think these titles are, like, very powerful. Like, I was like, man, it hits, like, right in the, um, right in the, uh, like, right in my core, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. Uh, basically, um, Esther takes a, on a leadership role when needed by her people. Um, Esther frequently referred to the book as queen, uh, takes on the mantle of leadership and turning and the turning point, uh, and the turning point in Esther for uh, twelve through sixteen. Um, so to me, like that kind of taking on the leadership role, mm-hmm. um, like we're meant to that, you know, meant for that. God wants us to do that, you know. So it's like He's ge- equipping us and putting everything in our path to be a leader, mm-hmm. you know, and be a queen, um, you know, through Him. So I think that was also um, very powerful. Um, and then it says, don't jump into it, but wait for his time. So mm-hmm. that that one sentence did, did jump out for me because I'm like, I have to be patient. I have to, again, I think we touched on it last time, you know, um, wait for his word when it's his time mm-hmm. and like just be focused on him only. Yes. So uh, to give us that, like, thumbs up, you know, like, you're good to go kind of thing, you know. Um, This is what I want for you and continue to, like, be on that same path. Uh, And breaking breaking the cycle, uh, breaking the conspiracy of silence. So no more like, oh, I may do it, I may may not do it, or the time is not right Mm -hmm. right now, or, like, all these excuses. Mm -hmm. It's like, we got to take action now. Like, now this is an action step, and that's kind of, like, what I took from that title yes so thank you to everyone who listened 
Remember, ladies, you can find me on our Facebook page, Fearless Women on a Mission, our YouTube channel, Fearless Women on a Mission 903, and our Instagram page, Fearless underscore women underscore on underscore a underscore mission. And remember to like and share our page and leave us a review. Talk to you soon.